Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my Eye Clarity Podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest Eye Clarity episode. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Sam, and in this podcast episode, I give you some insights into what happens if you're diagnosed with cataracts. And so in the session that I'm giving, I talk about different exercises like my plus lens to blur, the eye dialogue, and I recommend some nutrients. So I hope you enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. The first thing that I would say is, is that the world that you were in when you got the eye exam is a disease-based model. And when you're in a disease-based model, basically what's happening is that the people who are administering the information, they, um, they're looking for disease. That's basically what their whole trip is about. And because of their perspective or point of view, first of all, they don't um, even know that you could actually heal or improve your eyes. I mean, there's no like, oh, let's, let's trust our body's intelligence, you know, like we talk about in Continuum. And as Emily used to say, the eyes are one of the most unrealized tissues of the body. And you know, these doctors are wanting to do surgery and drugs, and, but they're not looking at the biointelligence of what the eyes have to offer as it relates, I mean, just to the brain because the eyes originate and they're such old, old tissue, meaning, you know, primordial in a sense. But on a practical level, I would interpret the test results very differently. And my interpretation is that it's time for you to embark upon a different strategy with your eyes and vision because of the high metabolic need of the eyes, the retina, the optic nerve. I mean, basically, the, the retina is a sea of microcapillaries and the lens of the eye relies on its nutrient absorption indirectly. There's no blood vessels that are running to the eye to create um, nutrients. So the lens of the eye is susceptible to accumulating oxidative stress. And that's what a cataract is. And actually for your age and the fact that they make a statement that you're not going to need surgery for another seven years or whatever they said, that I don't even know that I would even call it a cataract. I might call it, well, you have a little oxidative stress on the lens. And that's good information for us because there are actually specific nutrients that you can 
take that you can use to get rid of the oxidative stress on the lens. And you can actually target the lens as a way to, the metaphor would be, clean out your recycling bin to get rid of metabolic waste. There are specific ingredients, which I will share with you in a protocol that will erase what they're seeing. And then in that uh, erasure, what's going to happen, it's also going to help your retinas, it's going to help the cornea. <clears throat> and basically, what, what is needed here is a strategy of improving certain targeted antioxidants that you need to boost. And then the eyes will revert back to a healthier position. So I'm going to go over those in a minute. Now, in terms of the glasses, so any prescription of glasses that you get from the eye doctor is a measurement of an, ad an adaptive response that you're making. You're making some adaptive response mentally, psychologically, physically, emotionally, energetically. And so the doctor is basically just giving you that. And what it's going to do is it's going to reinforce the reaction or the, the adaptive response that you're making in that moment. So when you reinforce that, it's a closed system, you're destined for more deterioration. And what was really cool about what you shared at the beginning was your own self-regulation around, well, you know, I don't really need lenses very much. I'll use them a little bit here or in this particular circumstance. And that's actually the best way to use any prescription. You only use it when you need it. You only use it sparingly. And then you're not buying into, when I say buying into, you're not going to be reinforcing the adaptive response. In fact, you're going to be neutralizing the adaptive response because you're only using the lenses in those circumstances. And what the eye doctors tend to do is they tend to look at your eyeballs as a mechanical system that's separate from the body. And it's an optics problem. Basically, you go in and they're measuring the optics. And so this measurement that they give you, they want to give you this complicated prescription now. And all that's going to do is make things worse. And you may not even be able to tolerate it because of your, your, your internal climate around, you know, your health and wellness, craniosacral, continuum, that they're going to be imposing something that actually creates more disharmony. And you, get, you would get it and go, this makes me feel weird. It makes me feel nauseous. And of course, what they would say to you is, well, just get used to it, which is the last thing you want to do to your your organism because you don't want to get used to some imposition based on some mechanical measurement in the moment. So in that moment, that's what they're actually measuring. And then, okay, now you have to wear it for the next year or two. And many people just fold in on themselves because the authority says, oh, well, you know, I just got to get used to this. Of course, you know better. You're not going to do that. But um, they're will be a strategy in 
certain six circumstances where you can use a basic simple lens prescription and I can counsel counsel you on that so that in the end what you're going to be doing is you're going to be increasing the nutrients that you need to reverse any oxidative stress and improve oxygenation and hydration and detoxification and second of all the lens prescriptions that you might use would be circumstantial and then we can talk about the value of the pinhole glasses and and the positive response that you're getting from those that's that's really cool as well so I think this is really great information, like a revelation, like, whoa, wake up. Okay, I need to start bathing my eyes more with certain antioxidants. And by the way, the antioxidants I'm going to recommend, this is mainstream. This is in the literature. It's in Stanford, Harvard. Um, there's a lot of research that's coming out about regenerative capability of the eyes, uh, neuroplasticity. And so we're just going to access that, which is what you do every day in your consciousness around continuum. And so that's, it's this really good news because now we've got a, you know, we've got a call to action that we're going to take to reverse this whole thing. So um, comments, questions before I move into the practical uh, solutions. Yeah, I would say that, um, you know, I that, that that's a that's a basic principle for sure, uh, but it, there needs to be a lot of context around that, and the context is that um, if you're nearsighted, which means you can't see far away, there is an exercise that I've developed called plus lens to blur, and this is done in a therapeutic setting where you know you're you're not using this technique except on your meditation pillow or on your blanket and what you do is you get a strong magnification lens a far-sighted lens and you can do this with each eye separately for you i would do it with each eye separately so you uh, cover or patch the left eye and then you get a baseline on the eyesight of clarity in the right eye without any lenses it's a baseline and then you put the blurry glasses on and for one minute you notice mentally what comes up for you around the blur in the distance. And what's going to come up for you is a hypervigilance. It's a, it's a deep, oh my God, you know, I'm out of control. In other words, we have a certain value system around blur. What does blur mean? Well, I'm going to go blind. Blur means I'm going to get hurt. Blur means I'm going to get it wrong. So what we do unconsciously is that mentally we're putting all this hypervigilance through our eyeballs to keep things clear all the time. But what it's actually doing is it's deteriorating our eye tissue because of that hypervigilance through the eyes. And I've heard Emily say 60 to 80% of body tension is carried in the eyes. So you do that for a minute and then you take the, the blurry glasses off and you go, oh my God, it is actually clearer than it was when I started. And what you're going to start to understand is the way you heal your eyesight is by relaxing into the blur. So you do it three times, you know, you're layering it. And then uh, you take the patch off, take the glasses off, and you notice the clarity and brightness now with both eyes because you've disrupted 
a habitual pattern. And then you repeat it three times on the left eye. And then you go into a continuum dive. You go into open attention on the floor. And I've done this with several continuum teachers where we'll do an eye stimulation practice and then we'll spend 10 or 15 minutes just going into open attention. And what happens is that you start unwinding the eye pattern through the open attention. So it's like the, the plus lens to blur is the stimulation that brings it out and then the open attention allows you to release it through the body. It's become very popular on social media uh, because it's so revolutionary that you would use an opposite lens prescription to heal your eyes, uh, but it, it would help you for your short-sightedness at distance. And you could add another layer to it, which is actually dialogue with each eye. And what that's about is you would, again, cover the left eye and you could talk to the right eye and there's certain specific questions you could ask the right eye and I can send you a script. And one question, okay. one question is, right eye, do you know you're married to the left eye? And left eye, do you know you're married to the right eye? And it's interesting, this is your inner vision talking now. It may be that your right eye and your left eye are at odds with each other. That one eye may be doing more of the work than the other and that would be really great for you to put out into the open <clears throat> because if there's a, a marital rift going on in, in your inner vision, you're only projecting that externally and that could be even part of, part of the cause of the cataract developing. You know, with cataracts developing, there is the oxidative stress angle, but there's also the psycho-emotional and the psycho-spiritual Right now, I'm teaching a two-week course on cataracts, how to reverse them. And honestly, people are discovering both through the dialoguing and through continuum that the right eye and left eye are at odds with each other. And the eye that's kind of receded is the eye that's created the opacity for the cataract. Because the cataract is about protection, defense, I don't want to see out and I don't want you to see in. And that can go all the way back to, you know, the work that you talk about in the, in the womb prenatally. So there's a lot going on there. Um, so the dialoguing is really important and then you can dialogue and then again, do an open attention session. And one other thing I would add that works really well with a cataract and I learned this from Emily, is doing a lot of mala breath right into the lens of the eye. And we did that the other night. We were working with the mala breath and people were putting it into their lens. And by the end of the dive, people were saying, my God, my eyes are so clear. They're wet. They're moist. So I just, I just want to say this up front, that you can totally reverse this whole situation completely with this information that I'm giving you. Because at this point, so I've been in practice 35 years. It's always been in this, in this uh, genre. I've helped thousands of people reverse cataracts. I have a lady right now, she came to see me at 79. She's 82. She has dissolved the cataracts in both of her eyes. 
she's reduced her dependency on her glasses. And uh, just yesterday, I'm making up another pair of reduced prescription for her because her eyes keep getting stronger. So age is not a deterrent. And so in your case, it's going to be really easy to do because what I want to shift into are some things that you can do now on a, a nutrient level. Here are the key ingredients that you want to look for. Glutathione, vitamin C, you're already doing N-acetylcysteine, bilberry, ginkgo, curcumin. These are really good for the eyes. And your healthy fats, your omega-3s, somehow, you, however you, you take that. You might also consider a liver cleanse because the liver rules the eyes in Chinese medicine. You might consider a one-day retreat away from all screen time and glasses and then do continuum uh, during that, you know, and maybe spend more time like doing the malas, doing the thetas, you know, really, really kind of massaging into the eyes with a, with that really touching into your eyes. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the Eye Clarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time. <laughs>